Hey guys, it's Jay. Happy New Year. Happy New Decade. Um, the day after New Year's Eve, so New Year's Day, I woke up so excited, like with so much joy because I could just anticipate or my spirit could just anticipate how great this new year is going to be and just how great this new decade is going to be. Um, I'm so excited not just for myself, but for all of you guys and all the children in the body of Christ, because I know that this is just going to be great for all of God's children. Um, So I am back um, with another topic under the soul, not the soul, Lord, with another topic under, I'm thinking of soul ties, another topic under the singles um, series. So um, once again, the Holy Spirit surprised me and I thought we were going to be going in a totally different direction with the singles series. And while I was doing the soul ties, while I was recording the soul ties, um, podcast, the Holy Spirit told me to talk about attraction and he even started giving me notes <laughs> while I was recording the, the soul ties. So I knew I had to do this. And um, I felt in my spirit I needed to do it um, over the holidays, but I just didn't get a chance to. So I'm going to try to to get it out today um, just to be obedient. So when I'm talking about attraction, I, I guess there's lots, lots of types of attraction. But in this sense, I'm talking about physical attraction um, that uh, a man has between a woman and a woman has between a man. Um, the, so it's that thing that kind of lures you into somebody. And everybody has different things that draw you to someone um, physically. Um, but that that's what I'm referring to in this one. So the Holy Spirit, um, two years ago, started talking to me about attraction um, and even prior than that, he really started to deal with me um, with attraction and just with things that I thought that my husband should be or I thought a marriage would look like. He began to slowly start to strip those away from me. Um, and so he gave me this and I just kind of sat on it because I didn't really know <laughs> how to 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 release it, how to give it, because it's not what you typically hear. Um, And I'm not saying that God is going to give you somebody that you don't find attractive at all, that you don't, that doesn't physically do anything for you. I'm not saying that. I'm just hoping to, to challenge your, your current attractions and your current anticipation. Um, physically for your God-ordained spouse. So um, I'm going to read to you what I wrote down as the Holy Spirit gave it to me um, two years ago. So he said, if preferences and physical attraction is often based on the carnal, and it's usually formed by experience and partners that we have had in the physical world, and if flesh goes after the things of the world, then the devil has access to and uses physical attraction as a way to keep us from our divine spouses. As the spouse was made in the spirit, 
and is of the spirit and maintained by the spirit, it will not always match up or make sense to the physical world. So knowing the devil, so knowing this, the devil deceptively uses physical attraction as a way to keep us from our God-given spouse so that we will be lost in pursuit of a fleshly ideal or which is the devil's preference that we will detest what God has chosen for us and turn away from what God has chosen because we believe what we choose, uh, what we have chosen or will choose will be better. Either way, we forfeit our spouse and we cannot be given dominion um, in the area that God wants us to subdue in the earth. So, um, he gave me that after, again, like I said, he was dealing with me, um, with a lot of different things regarding marriage and my spouse, but he gave me that to kind of understand, um, what the the enemy is doing in this hour um for those for the singles who are believing for a spouse now there are a few things that I want to talk about briefly that um I don't want to get into um an argument over or a debate in about doctrine but this is for people who are believing God for their God-ordained spouse. If you are one of those believers who don't believe that God um, has a particular person for you um, and you believe that it's up to us to choose um, who who we are to marry and, and the things of that sort, I'm not here to debate that. I'm just giving you what the Holy Spirit gave me. Um, I will say that one of the first marriages, the first marriage that God made um, was in Genesis 2.22. And it was very specific how he, God laid that out. And he did only make one person for Adam. Um, And he actually formed that person from Adam so that they would be one from the onset. That being said, um, Yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) So um, anyways, so God was dealing with me on that. And he actually revealed to me uh, a long time ago who my husband was. And he did it um, in a very vivid way. So I knew exactly who he was. And it wasn't just like he came out of thin air. I had been praying and asking God to reveal to me who my husband was. And I asked him specifically to reveal it to me in a clear and vivid way. So I knew exactly who he was. So God usually speaks to me in dreams. I thought that he would reveal it to me in a dream. So after months and months go by of no dreams, I thought that either God was not going to reveal it to me, maybe I didn't need to know, or that God hadn't heard my prayer. It was one or the other. And then he revealed to me who my husband was for the first time. And it was very clear. It was very vivid. I knew, I didn't know in that moment that that was my husband, but I knew that there was something about that person. And 
I just, it was very, I can't explain um, the feeling, but it was very like, oh, wow. And it wasn't the physicalness of this person that made me feel that, oh, wow, feeling. It was the God's spirit at like over me in that it was just like God's presence was there. And there was something that was just like, whoa, I don't know what it is, but there's something about this person. But I dismissed it. <laughs> I went my way. He went his way. And I was like, okay, whatever, whatever. Because I had, again, my idea of who my husband should be, even down to the physicality of my husband. I just, I pictured him a certain way. And I felt like God would give me the desires of my heart. And I was desiring this type of husband for my husband to look this type of way. So I was like, boom, that's this is what we talked about. <laughs> this is what I'm expecting. This is what it'll be. So if it didn't meet the X, Y, Z. And yes, I was one of those people who have a list that they wrote or what their husband should look like and be like and all that other type of stuff. I think mine was like three pages. Um, so if it wasn't those things on that list, then... It was like an ex. So he didn't meet some of the things on that list just physically. So I just discounted it. I moved. I went um, back to doing what I was doing and never looked back. Um, and then the Holy Spirit revealed him to me again <laughs> several months later. And I just kept pushing it. I'm like, no, no, that's not it. I must be tripping. Like, no, that's not it. And then he revealed it to me for the third time. In a very, like, no, this is it. You asked me, I'm telling you, this is who I have for you. And at first, um, it was, I, I went to church, I went to a church, and they were actually doing a corporate prayer. So the whole church was praying for all of the singles in the body of Christ, and they were praying um, for their singles for the singles in the body of Christ who desire a spouse to have their spouse, to have a spouse. And so the pastor said that he felt led by the spirit to have all the singles that were physically present in the that church to come down and to pray in the spirit. So we prayed in the spirit for like 15 minutes and we go back to our seat. So on my way back to my seat and the Holy Spirit reveals this person to me again. And he was like, this is your husband. And I remember telling God, no, <laughs> that's not it. The, no. And I told God, I said, I'm not attracted to him. And God told me very like, matter of factly, he said, you don't know what you're attracted to. And I said, God, because <laughs> this is how I talk to God. I said, God. I beg to differ. I don't know a lot of things, but I do believe I know what I like. And he said, no. And then he reminded me, um, because I was a psychology major in undergrad. So he reminded me of uh, one of the factors of attraction. Um, At that time when I was an undergrad, they called them laws of attraction. I think it's changed now. Now I think they just call them factors of attraction. Attraction, but there's these components of physical attraction that the brain uses to base for that the brain has tended to use to base 
for who you like or who you're prone to liking. Um, and this researcher studied it and came up with like four things that tended to be consistent among the people um, that uh, among the people's preference or attractions. So um, one of them and the one that the Holy Spirit brought to my remembrance was reciprocity. And that factor is basically that you tend to like the people or the kinds of people that have shown interest in you. And he revealed that to me in that moment as I'm walking back to my seat. We're having this going back and forth. And he continued to tell me, he was like, it's not that you're not attracted to this person. It's just that you have body issues that you haven't submitted to me. And that shapes who you find attractive. And that's also one of the other factors of attraction in psychology. Um, And there's actually a hypothesis that you typically tend to like people who are at the attraction level that you feel that you are. So if I feel like I'm this gorgeous person, I'm going to tend to be attracted to whoever I feel is at my level of attraction. And alternatively, if I don't find myself attractive at all, I'm tending to find people who are not who I think are not that attractive at all and find them attractive, whatever that means for you. So if tall guys are not that attractive to you, then that would be who I would go for, whatever. I'm I'm not here to like explain that out, but whatever that is for you, that's what that that hypothesis is. And so it also talks about one of the biggest factors in how you develop your attraction or how you or and who you find attractive is how you see yourself. And so in that moment, the Holy Spirit was showing me that it really didn't have anything to do with that person that God had for me. It wasn't that I wasn't attracted to him. It's just I didn't really like myself. I was still going through things from previous relationships that shaped how I saw myself. So I couldn't even accept him because I hadn't fully accepted myself. And so I was like, okay, God, (laughs) I see what you're saying. I'm willing to submit this to you. I don't really know if this is you or not. I'm believing that this is not you <laughs> because I had already told myself and it like I I don't want to go into detail, but I I had a type, I had an ideal of exactly I didn't know who my husband was, but in my mind it was like it's going to be like this. And so when God revealed it to my husband and it was not like that, I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> No, no, that's, I must be tripping. That's not it. And I told myself, and even in my rational mind, I, I identified it as no, I, that, that's not him because I'm not attracted to him. But that wasn't the case. And the Holy Spirit made that very clear that it wasn't that I wasn't attracted to him. It's just there were other factors that I was basing my attraction on that I had not submitted to God. And that could be anything. For me, it was my own personal um, insecurities that shaped my attraction. But it can also be your previous relationships. Going back to the soul ties, and this is when the Holy Spirit um, mentioned to me that I should do attraction next. 
soul ties can shape your attraction. So if you have unbroken, ungodly soul ties with people in your past, partners in your past, let me be specific, with partners in your past, that can shape your attraction. And it can, and then if you're basing your physical attraction, which I was a a big part portion of who I felt like my God ordained spouse should be was physical. If I'm being like, I'm reflecting on it now. And if I'm being honest, I, I did, I did have other factors that I wanted and, um, in a husband, but uh, I would say a good percentage of who I was checking for and who I thought God <laughs> should bring me, it was physical. So if you're basing that physical attraction on who God has for you or who you want or or who you're believing God for, if that's a factor, the enemy has access to that. And so their spirits are called monitoring spirits. They're demons that basically they just watch you. They don't harm you anyway. They just watch you. They watch your habits. They watch your weaknesses and your strengths and they study you. So these demons know <laughs> your type. They know what you normally go for. And so what God had revealed to me is that in this hour, God is bringing together godly couples. So these are couples that each partner has said, okay, God, I don't want to do this my way. I want to do it your way. I'm going to wait for you. And I believe that you'll bring me my spouse when it's time. And he's pairing those. Well, he's already paired them up. He's just bringing them together. Now, one of the let me back up. So he's pairing them and he's bringing them together. Unlike what the world would have you to think, God did not create marriage for the partner's enjoyment solely. He did not create that form of relationship just for them to have relations. Like, It was for a specific purpose. So God is creating, or we're not even creating because he's already created it, but he's raising up these couples um, that have allowed God to be at the center of their lives and and have allowed God to, quote unquote, write their love story. He's raising them up now and bringing them together for a purpose in the earth. So to fit a need in the earth, to fill a void, to be an answer to a problem in the earth. They could be from an educational arena and maybe they're going to make or build a whole bunch of schools. They could be business couples and and bring a, a new business or a new venture to the marketplace. They could be in music and create dope Christian music together. The, 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 possibilities are endless, but they're going to fit a void in the earth. And it's going to fulfill both of the purposes in their lives for God to get the glory. So the enemy knows this and his response to this is 
counterfeits, counterfeit spouses, counterfeit relationships, because the enemy does not have the resources to be everywhere at all times. The Holy Spirit did not reveal to me how many godly couples there are going to be, but he did reveal to me the level of power and anointing that's going to be on them. So when these two get together, it's going to be very, very hard to come up against them. Um, because this was a God's initial plan when he brought Adam and Eve together, and he is going to fulfill this before Jesus comes back, that what God's initial plan for marriage, it is going to be, and all will see it on the earth. So <clears throat> the enemy knows this, and he knows that it's easier to fight it in its infant stages or before it even comes than it will be when they're already when these couples are already in full force and together and operating in their ministry. So the Holy Spirit revealed this to me that the enemy has created through the monitoring spirits that have been there, he studied our ways and knows our attractions and knows who we go for and he's created a counterfeit spouse. And a counterfeit is exactly what it sounds like. Just like counterfeit money, it looks real. It feels real. The the personalities may be similar to your God-ordained spouse. Um, they may have the same um, qualities. They may have the same uh, career path. It will be almost as if it will feel, thank you, Holy Spirit, it'll feel almost as if that is who God has for you. The only difference is that person will not be able to carry the weight of your purpose. That's the only, that's the only difference between the counterfeit and the, your ideal, not ideal, your <laughs> actual God-ordained spouse is that they will not be able to carry the weight of your purpose. So they will not be able to be a helpmeet. And that works out perfectly for the enemy because he doesn't want your purpose to be fulfilled in the earth anyways. So the way he sees it is if he can get you in a counterfeit relationship or in a counterfeit marriage or with a counterfeit spouse, he doesn't ever have to deal with you and you don't ever have to receive the dominion that you're supposed to have in the earth. Because God revealed to me also that he's not going to release that um, anointing. He's not going to release that dominion. You will not get that power until you are with your God-ordained spouse and you're in your your arena. You're in your position. You're in where God has called you to be, walking in your purpose. So the devil doesn't have to deal with all of that. He can wipe it out right now, you know, if he could just send a counterfeit spouse. And he's doing that using your attractions. I'm not, I am not, I am not saying that attraction is from the devil. That is not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that you have to be very careful and submit your attractions to the Holy Spirit if you are a single who believes that God has your God-ordained spouse for you and you're believing and waiting on God for that God-ordained spouse, you have to submit your attractions to God for the Holy Spirit to reveal because the person that God has for you may not be 
who you would have thought they should be. They may not look like what you thought they should look like. I'm even hearing Holy Spirit say that they may not be the race that you've typically dated. They may not be the age that you typically have been attracted to. Come on, Holy Spirit. You cannot go off of your previous attractions and think that God is going to work through that and bring you who he has for you. This person that God has for you is going to be, it was made in the spirit. It's going to be maintained in the spirit. And the only way that you will know that this is who you have, that that's who God has for you is by the spirit. And I can tell you, if I'm speaking honestly, when God revealed to me who my husband was and he did it in a way where I had encountered him, like I was right next to him and I thought he was cute, but I had dismissed him because he wasn't my type. And I'm not going to tell you why he wasn't my type, but he wasn't the type based on my attractions. So, yeah, he, you know, he looked nice, but I was like, eh. but anyways, so. I was sitting next to him and I felt this, I can't even explain it. I felt this uncomfortableness in my body and not like butterflies. It wasn't like that. It was not that. It was in the center of my chest and it was just like thumping. Like, I don't know if anybody's ever felt like their heart, not their physical heart, but your spirit. It was like that. I I was so uncomfortable that I didn't even realize it. But my best friend who was sitting next to me, she was like, are you all right? And I'm trying to shake it off like, oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. But I was so uncomfortable. And I didn't I didn't say anything to anybody. Then I didn't even register it in my mind. The Holy Spirit had revealed to, revealed this to me months later. But he said the reason why I was so uncomfortable is because my spirit was leaping. My spirit recognized who I was next to before I even recognized him in in the physical. And that is what your God-ordained spouse will be like. It I, It's not going to be by your flesh alone. You will not be able to go by that. So if you are operating by that, if you are, mm, Lord... <laughs> Okay, I'm going to be obedient. He said, if you're on the dating websites, if you're pursuing it in the natural, you're going to miss it. Because it's not, this is not an ordinary relationship. You cannot go about these type of relationships, these type of marriages the way that you have in the past, the way that the world is telling you to go about them, you're going to miss it because God is doing this thing. God is, he's been doing it, but God is, he's finishing it. He's tying it together. He's, oh, Jesus, help me. He's, he's bringing it into manifestation now. And I'm going to, tell you a dream and I think this is all the Holy Spirit has to say but, but I don't know we'll see um I was in I think it felt like a university it felt like a really 
nice, like not Harvard or Stanford, not 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 let's not necessarily that by name I didn't feel like I was at Harvard but it was like I felt like I was at a very upper crest collegiate place can't explain to you how but I just I felt like I was there and I was walking through a courtyard almost and I looked out the window and there were rows of oak trees so when I looked out, I just kept seeing it, but there were rows of oak trees and these oak trees were rooted and tied together in pairs. So um, I see it visually, but I'm trying to explain to you. So there were pairs of oak trees and they were in rows. So it went back as far as my eyes can see of these pairs, but these oak trees were tied together by um, the stump. So the, hmm, what's that word? The, the body of the tree, the, uh, not the stump, but the body of the tree. I can't think of the name, but they were tied together there. And in, um, the center, there were these heart, um, these big flowers and the flowers was outlining the part where they were tied together in a heart and it went on for as far as I can see I saw the first two the first set so I could recognize what it was and then it just kept going and that is how these marriages are going to be the oh god (laughs) the Holy Spirit is telling me so much and I'm trying to focus my thoughts so I don't sound all over the place but these will be people that were rooted with you. You didn't know that they were rooted with you, but they were there, whether they were there in proximity, they were there in spirit the whole time because it's always been who God had for you. And as soon as you see them or when God calls you to wake up and and encounter them in their fullness, it will feel like you knew them the whole time. It will feel like you're like, I know this person. I don't know him or her in actually in reality, but I know them. Something about them I know is so familiar. And that's how it's going to be. And you and me and us, we cannot do that in our own strength. You cannot pick a person on Match.com or any other site, Lord help me, thinking that you're going to find you will find someone (laughs) but you will not find who God has ordained for you because God can only bring that together only thank you God the Holy Spirit just brought into my remembrance what God has joined together hallelujah thank you Jesus only he can bring it together and if he did not bring it together then it can be put asunder somebody or something can break that thing up but if God brings it together no man can put asunder and I just feel Lord please help me I just feel like that's going to really help people like myself people who have been waiting for a long time (laughs) come on God you have not been waiting in vain.
It's just that certain things have a timing. And listen, (laughs) I get it because it's already been a long time. So how can I tell you that it's a thing about timing? But I already told you, these marriages, your marriage, it's not going to be, excuse me, it's not going to be a typical relationship. These marriages in the spiritual realm are one of God's, help me Holy Spirit, I'm trying to think of the word. It's one of God's strategic um, moves for kingdom alignment. So it isn't even about you. It's not even about the other person. It's not about the Instagram pictures. It's not about the cute vacations. It is about God releasing his glory, releasing his power on the earth through you and your God-ordained spouse. And it will come to pass. You've just been receiving so much opposition because you've chosen to stand for who God has for you. But trust and believe you will not be disappointed and it will come to pass. But you need to be weary, not weary, you need to be leery of counterfeit spouses in this hour because it's going to look like this person will look like the real thing and they're going to be fine because <laughs> if I know the enemy he ain't leaving nothing up to chance it's not going to be who you don't like trust they're going to be fine <laughs> and be so aesthetically pleasing and to be honest if we're going to be 100% real and the Holy Spirit gave it to me that is one of the gifts that God gave Lucifer And God does not give, he gives gifts without repentance, so he doesn't take them away. And if you think about all the things that the devil has access to and in in the media and stuff, he can make anything look beautiful. That's, if you look in Ezekiel, it it describes um, Lucifer, and it says that he was one of the most beautiful angels. So... You cannot go by your sight on this. You cannot go by how you normally go. You can't go by um, some, I don't know why, but Holy Spirit just told me, you can't go by what you hear. Um, Because some people are attracted by, I guess, the sound of somebody's voice. You can't go by that either. uh, Because the enemy knows this also. You have to, you have to be led by the Spirit. Um. And I'm, I believe this is where, <laughs> hopefully, this is where the Holy Spirit wants me to end. But he gave me, um, he gave me this. So Lucifer, if you look it up in Hebrew, it means light bearer. So one who bears light, um, which is not how you, how they depict the the enemy in media. And it may not even be how you might have pictured the enemy in in your mind um but even jesus said that when satan fell that it was like lightning from the sky so he has a a a light to him follow me it also says 
And we all know that Jesus is the light of the world. So that's how deceptive these counterfeit spirits are going to be. It will feel, it'll look like it's, it'll feel like that's who God has for you. It'll look like that's who God has for you. You guys will take great pictures. You'll have the same ideas. You'll go the same places. It'll seem like your destinies are aligning. But if you have not submitted your attractions to God, if you didn't get God's say on it, if you didn't go to God to confirm if that's who you have, that's who he has for you, I would be cautious Because God will honor your choice. He's not going to choose for you. He has someone for you. He will not choose them for you. But if you do not choose who God has for you, you may be forfeiting more than you think. So um, I hope that that (laughs) helps someone. Um, And I really did feel the Holy Spirit through this whole thing. I don't know why he does this, but... I I hope that this helps um, and that this ministers to somebody. I pray that this gets out today so that whoever God wanted to hear it, hears it and heeds to the word. Guys, we are closer than we think. I promise you the feeling I feel and I felt um, this year is going to be great. And if you want me to pray with you or be in agreement with you, or to clarify anything I said, you can always email me. My email is jusj9999 at gmail.com. And until next time, I'm going to try to get back on and do um, a different, uh, do a podcast under the purpose series hopefully today if not today then sometime in the near future but until then I pray that you guys have a blessed week and thank you for listening bye